the Sportatorium in New York City. It's the Sports Lords. Pew, 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 pew. It's us, the Sports Lords. We're, We're back. back. Hey, yo, what up? Hope Surfs. had a great week, Surfs. I hope you had a great sports week, sports surfs. And, uh, and, a, and a great normal week, too, not just sports. And hey, have we said lately, you look great right now, sports surfs. Ooh, yeah. So good. So, so freaking good. Yeah. I mean, like, mama mia. Yeah, I like what I see. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, please. <laughs> yeah. Daddy, uh, like. Oh, <laughs> mama, likey. <laughs> That's the creepiest. Daddy likey. You're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Daddy likey. Uh, 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 okay. Mama but like. I do likey. Yeah. So. We all I like am you. daddy. And, and I we do. are, we're daddy all daddies. So <laughs> fuck it, man. You just got to own it. Yeah. And you all got to live with it. Yeah. But thanks for listening. Yeah. We're happy you're here. Um, and we're happy to be here. It's been what some might call an exciting sports week. It has, yeah. It definitely has a lot going on. We got, like, you know, middle of NFL season. Yeah. Baseball playoffs are happening. Yeah. Basketball starts tonight. Very exciting. Uh, and, of course, college football. And college football, yes. And full disclosure, sports sports surfs, uh, we... This is the second time we've recorded this segment. Yeah. So we we had a technical malfunction. So we're trying to we're trying to do this again, but not in the same way. So we got about fifteen minutes in, and we so far it's we're doing a great job. I, I think we're say. nailing it. I think it's this time verbatim, is even better. Verbatim, we are covering the same bits. We even yeah. said what we're saying right now. I even said this in the last one. Yeah, yeah. that's how good we are. So yeah, it didn't hey. make a lot of sense the first time. Now it's making it's sense. But it's, making for, it, sense. It, it's all done for a reason. Exactly. You're welcome. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. As Drake uh, said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy, crazy week of sports. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, we can talk about college football. College Rough football. weekend for me. Great weekend for Diego. Them and dogs. Good weekend for Kevin. Right? Uh, yeah. Sure. Well. My favorite team, Notre Dame, uh, they they eked one out over Pittsburgh, and my alma mater, the um, Central Georgia Janitor School for <laughs> criminally idiotic young people, their team won as well. So it's a win-win for me, both my alma mater and my favorite team. CGJ, <laughs> I see you. CGJ, I see you. The, uh, the, I believe, I think. the, uh, the fighting angry drunk janitors. The fighting angry junk, drunk janitors, which, you know, we people have been protesting that name and saying it's offensive, but hey, we're ICC, ICGJU, and we got something to say. And look, janitors should. Janitors have every right to have a school and a team, too. I don't know why people are protesting that. Exactly. It's, it's Where weird. would we be yeah. in this country without them, by the way? And also, like, hello. Yeah, it might be an offensive mascot, but guess what? We're a school full of angry, drunk janitors. 
and aspiring angry drunk janitors, we choose how we're being characterized. It's not like these other schools that, you know, they have offensive names. So They're if you don't like it, if you don't like it, clean up your own damn mess, you bastard. Ooh, there you go. There it is. I Hell like yeah. It. Yeah, that's great. But Notre fire. Dame, yeah, Notre Dame did great. And Congratulations, yeah, both teams on both counts. Yeah, and and congrats to you on yes, Tennessee's big you. win. Yes, and condolences, Jimmy, on George's. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, it, it was tough, you know. Uh, uh, but I got to give LSU credit; they they were the better team. I mean, it was never really even that close of a game. Yeah, but you know, going on the road, it's into tough. Uh, Death Valley down there. It's and arguably is very tough. It's one of the hardest stadiums to win a, a road game in in the country. So, um, yeah, you know, you still control your own destiny as, as far yep. as Georgia goes. You still got Florida. That's like the big one now. Yeah, exactly. There's Florida. I mean, the schedule. There's still some some potential challenges. Obviously, there's Florida and there's Kentucky, yeah. even and still Auburn. You never know. It's you a rivalry know. game. Yeah. At least that one's in Athens, though, so that's but, good. Yeah, the, I, I still, in my head, I still think, yeah, the uh, the former world's largest cocktail party, since we're not allowed to call that right. anymore. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they call it now, the world's largest jean shorts convention. hey <laughs> They should. I don't even know what they call it now. It's probably not just, just jean shorts, cargo jean shorts. Yeah. Really, I got to put that one more on Florida well, fans. It's really, it's, I've never seen so many cargo jean the, shorts. It would be the world's largest gathering of jorts and khaki cargo shorts. Yeah, probably. that's a good. Yeah, that's a good way to sum up both fan bases. AKA probably. a giant MAGA rally in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in <laughs> otherwise very, very progressive Jacksonville, Florida. Usually, it's some of the finest minds on the left gathering together in their in their little utopia. But for this one weekend, all these rednecks <laughs> invade, ruin the city. No, I mean it's weird, like watching. Uh, not to get too much on a political tangent, but watching uh, like college, like SEC football, and like Tennessee especially, because that's like my team and the team I watch. And it's just like, yeah, I'm rooting for the team and I'm excited. But then, like, I see the fans and I'm like, oh, man, I have nothing in common with, like, oh, yeah. 90,000 people here. Yeah, basically. yeah. That's the struggle of being a fan of any SEC well, team. Well, that's the thing. Like, oh, fuck. That's the other thing, too, is, like, yeah, you guys, yeah, like Tennessee, Georgia, that you probably feel that way. And when I watch Notre Dame, it's, it's sort of the reverse where I'm like, it's, a, it's even worse because it's, like, Richerton people who are, like, Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> Stay out of my goddamn cul-de-sac if you don't look like me, goddamn it. And it's like, well, I don't like them, but I like the team. And yeah. No, yeah, it's it's. But you know what? That's not just a sports problem. Life. That's an America problem. That's an America yeah. problem. That's a world human problem. Yeah, that's a human problem. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a world problem. It is it's probably even like in. I don't know, some country that I'm can't uh, any country like it's Greek France. people. It's all okay, guys French people watching, and they're like, "I'm going to watch my favorite team, Paris Saint Germain, play a soccer." And then they see the game on TV, and they're like, "Oh, soccer blues. I do not associate with these people." Like I was actually watching a London play Croatia in like. uh 
They're doing oh, yeah, like the it Euro was a, Nations. It was an international friend. Yeah, it was like the. But Nations. The, I don't know if you noticed the entire stadium was completely empty. Yeah. Because Croatia is banned from having people watch international games in Croatia what? because they are out of damn control. Yeah, it's like really. Like, yeah, that's why that that stadium was empty. They do that a lot because soccer rivalries go. They they're not just like sports related. It's historic. Uh, it's it's based in like deep seated historical hate that has nothing to do like with this ethnic rage. For yeah, basically, countries. like I, it was. Um, Russia Russia got in a lot of trouble a few years ago because they were playing Poland. And, oh boy! You know, there's a little history there, but sure. they got in trouble because they pulled like uh, you know those giant flags that they pull out that covers like the majority of the, the yeah. crowd or whatever. Yep. They pulled one of those banners out, and it was uh, an old Russian czar from like the eight the, the 17th century or some shit that went way back then when they invaded the area that is now known as Poland. And they brought that symbol out, which apparently had been banned for a while because, wow. like, they mur- they slaughtered all these people. It was like it goes way back. It's Holy like super deep seated insanity. Man, those euros yeah. can hold a grudge. Those euros hold a grudge. Like when I was in Cyprus, <laughs> uh, when I drove, <laughs> when we drove to this city, the main city, Nicosia, it was at night and it was really imposing because it's on the border with the Turkish part. And on the mountain, on the Turkish side, they li- they lit up the entire mountain to be the Turkish flag, which is sort of like a big fu because Turkey invaded the Greek side in the seventies, and there was like a big civil war. And my friend who was driving was like, "Oh, that's really intense! <laughs> like they don't usually do that." Maybe, and I was just like, "And these euros?" Yeah, like in Spain when Barcelona and Madrid are like the two big Real Madrid and Barcelona are the two biggest teams. And Barcelona is in a region called Catalonia, which they want independence from Spain. And um, so when you watch those games, you'll, you know, there's always big issues with like players who are born in the region who are very politically active. Um, Whenever they go to Madrid, they get booed a lot. And you'll see Barcelona, if you ever see like uh, yellow and red stripes, that's the flag for their region. And they like the captain's armband is always that color uh they'll like always have banners they sing in a different language it's like it's like deep-seated major yeah. it's not just like hey man y'all from y'all from like alabama fuck you it's like no this is like real yeah but in some ways it's the same you it know? is it's we just know. do it dumber the roots are a little deeper yeah we, yeah we hate the big 10 yeah They're like down yeah, south yeah. yeah yeah there's the regional rivalries that go it, back like yeah five decades or whatever versus a you know 500 year old even a lot of the nicknames are former slurs of people uh in college football like sticking to that yeah like sooners and hoosiers and stuff right or like you know like ducks like the oregon ducks it's uh their nicknames that because i think it was people from california or washington i don't remember uh they would call people in oregon ducks because they were like you guys were inbred with webbed toes <laughs> and that's where that nickname comes from oh man I love it i don't yeah that's uh so you know it's like i don't know why but i i always enjoy when a group will call it another very similar group inbred yeah like i went to i mean this is definitely again deeper and more heated but when i went to ireland and visited some friends they were like 
oh, you can tell. This <laughs> is Northern Ireland. They're like, you can t- you can tell the Catholics because their eyes are closer together because they marry <laughs> each other. They're all inbred in that town. And I was like, hey, uh, you know I'm Catholic, right? I don't like Oh, not that. you, Kevin. No, 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 no. No, you got far away. No, you're, you're an American Catholic. You're not <laughs> Irish Catholic. You're... But over here, they're all, they're all fucking eyes are close together. And they, they, oh, they got... Also, Kevin, don't say that too loud or else I'll to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's just say they wouldn't say that loud, but they'd say some things loud that we would never say loud because yeah. they just... They don't understand how deep stuff is here. So what we're saying is you need to understand that there's differences. Sure. and uh, Be creative when you're going to hate your neighbor, you know? Like yeah. Come up with fun things about the eyes being... No, I'm kidding. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a sports. Yeah. You can, you can hate other teams, but let's be nice. Yeah, exactly. You know. It's fun. I mean, it's... it's supposed to be It's fun. supposed to be. If it ever gets to a point where it's not fun, just knock it off. Yeah. Um, well, like, for example, I mean... I respect LSU. Like I, yeah, for sure. Luke, uh, our Luke Mayu, our correspondent here, he's an LSU graduate. He was at the LSU Georgia game. LSU yeah. walk on. LSU walk on. Um, but I still think Coach O is a Cajun demon who climbed out of a chasm in the middle of the earth to yeah. coach the football team. <laughs> Because if you hear him talk, he's like, I'm from Satan's son. He does say, I'm Satan's son. It's weird. It's like. But he's a hell of a football coach. Yeah. I mean, he looks he looks like Shrek, kind of, if Shrek had hair. Yeah. And wasn't green. By the way, I hate to like detour, but just because you brought up Cajun people being or just Coach Orgeron being Cajun and. You man name might not even said he's Cajun, but he is a Cajun he's man. He's a Cajun man, yeah. Uh did you guys happen to watch this week's Saturday Night Live? I not yet. I, I TiVo'd it. Okay. I gotta check I watch my the TiVo. Hulu version usually. Yeah, yeah. If I even get to it. I, I watched log into my TV. I don't watch it all the time, but I watched and they did this it was called like I know this isn't an SNL recap, but they did this. Like lib, it was like a liberal Cajun talk show. So the whole joke was one of the cast members was like, "I'm a Cajun guy, but I'm a liberal." But I'm a Negro, no. But like, it was sounds it good. Sounds really good. It was really good. Sounds that was sort funny. of the point of my story. Is it was like, I was like, "Oh man!" I was like sniping my knee, and I bet they have a bunch of Southern people on their staff. I bet too. they do. Yeah, they really yeah. have their fingers on the pulse of that. Yeah, that part of the country. Was yeah. Rudy Giuliani on the show, by the way? Because uh, you missed it last week, but he was he was telling us last week in the last episode. He was oh, sitting yeah. behind a bunch of SNL people that were friends of his, and he really? was he had auditioned four times. Really? Yeah, yeah. You missed that. Man. Sorry, sir. Uh, here's a little like we don't listen back to these episodes, so like if for oh. some reason one of us has to step out, we just miss that right. forever. So Kevin. We're catching him up a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you yeah. guys know I'm a big Giuliani fan. I mean, I think I said that yeah, last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, you love Giuliani. So yeah. I would love to hear just uh, any of his like impressions or characters. Oh, but yeah. I, you know, maybe I'll go back but and he, listen. I guess he to wasn't on. Week. He wasn't on this last week of SNL. Not That's on. But next, next best time, thing maybe. we had old Paul Simon with a weird string quartet or like uh, chamber music thing. Anyway, we don't have to talk about SNL, but it just. 
it was like a really sloppy impression of a Cajun guy, unlike ours, which is nuanced and really cool. And our take on it is that they are from a chasm that opened up from the center of the earth. Which is the truth. It's the truth. Which is the truth, yeah. Also, guys, by the way, we've made it. Uh, We've reached, we've re-recorded everything perfectly. We can now say new things. Oh, great. All right, well, wow. here's a new thing. Uh, no, uh, no, but yeah, sorry about Georgia. Yeah, there's well, still time. You got there's a plenty of season. There's half the season ahead of us. Anything yeah. can happen. Anything can happen. College but football a, is crazy. Of course, we got to talk about your Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, I, I'm still walking on cloud nine because uh, my Tennessee Volunteers upset number 21 ranked Auburn at Jordan-Hare Stadium, or Jordan-Hare Stadium, as people pronounce it. I've never understood that. It does make sense. There's a lot of things Jordan, but in the... Jordan. Jordan. I guess it's everywhere, but in the state of Alabama, they just, you know, they do weird stuff like that. Yeah, but Tennessee won. I'm super excited. They hadn't won an SEC game since 2016. Um, Jeremy Pruitt is there. He's the new coach. He seems to be turning that thing around. Fat Phil Fulmer's back as AD, and he was super excited uh, to win the game. Hell yeah. Um, and it was great. I, I've been very happy recently because of it. Because people don't realize it, but Tennessee used to be pretty good. They used to be a good team. Yep. And they've they won a couple of hard times. What I call national championships. Yeah, six, sure. six to be. That's a lot. College fartball. That's a lot for college fartball. When I went to the University of Alabama, they were very good, and Alabama was bad. And that is why I transferred to the Georgia College for Janitors, (laughs) janitorial, aspirational young people. There's several names we go by. Yeah, no, but yeah, I've, I've been super excited. Rocky Top, keep it going, turn the shit around. It's going to immediately go away because this week we uh, Tennessee has to play Alabama, so that's not okay. going to be a win. Uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? Hey, nobody's probably going to beat Alabama No, this year, but after so. that, there's a few more winnable games. So, you know, I gotta, it's, it's, it's good. Progress is being made. Things are being turned yeah. around. I'm excited. Go Vols. We'll be back. Higher, Fat Phil. Ooh. Ooh. But speaking of Alabama... I did want to br- I did want to give a shout out to the University of Alabama and congratulate them uh, because they uh, they got Dixieland Delight back and that was a big controversy. That is music to my dainty little southern ears. Quite literally, yeah. It's maybe that's one of Alabama's best songs. I won't. It's I won't... definitely Alabama's best band yeah. from Fort Payne, Alabama. They're called Alabama. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, actually, because I was saying the band, but the entire state. It's one of the entire state's best songs. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, to be clear, the University of Alabama Crimson Tide, uh, during the start of the fourth quarter, would play a song by the country rock band Alabama called a Dixieland Delight. And there's a lot of Alabama here, so I just want to clear up for yeah. people who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. And dear listener, if you haven't, I highly recommend you go on to Spotify or your local music or provider. YouTube. And I will, I'll, I'll, I'm going to copyright infringe, as I always do, in between segments, and I'll play some Dixieland Delight between there you this go. and the next It's segment. a good... But just get into their whole catalog. It. It's on the, Spotify. It's uh, great. It's a bop, as the kids... It bops. It's... it Right? It bop, it, yeah, that's what the a, kids say. That's Do they the say kids, it bops? Kids are, Don't saying, they say kids it, are using bop now. <sighs> get with it, man. 
I can't get with it. I can't keep. I couldn't keep up with the kids when I was a kid, and now I'm uh, I'm basically retired, and I still can't keep up with them. Yeah. Well, either way. Yeah, so there was a big controversy because this song, Dixieland Delight, would play at the start of the fourth quarter the same way that like the Boston Red Sox play Sweet Caroline after the seventh inning stretch and everyone sings along to it. Um, but in 2014, uh, it got banned because the student section would add dirty words. Uh-oh, students adding dirty words? The end of the I song. I like that. And apparently it was too much for the athletic director. So he banned it. And, did and what was his name? Again. Like Throp Tree Missile Switch from fucking. Throp <laughs> <laughs> Tree Missile Switch. <laughs> um, close. It's Greg Byrne. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just knew a Throp Tree Missile Switch. It was a Sigma Kaidan Alabama. <laughs> but Greg Byrne banned it. And so people have been clamoring. For uh, several years now, to hey, bring back that Dixieland delight. We won't, we won't that Dixieland delight. Um, and so he started a campaign on Twitter where he recorded a video uh, with Nick Saban's wife, uh, Nick Saban's wife, the coach of Alabama, the student body president, and one of the players to do Dixieland delight right. And they got it back this week, and it seems like it went well. But the reason it was banned. Uh, was because of the things that people were s- screaming. Uh, I'll read some of those out now, if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd love it. So, um, so uh, yeah, I'll do this the best I can. So it'd be like, this, I'll do the song and the student part. It'd be like, spend my dollar. And then the students would yell, on beer, parked in the holler neath the mountain moonlight. And then we go, roll tide, hold her up tight. Against the wall. Oh, Jesus Christ. Make a little loving all night. Little turtle doving on a Mason Dixon night. Fuck Auburn. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, that fits my life. And LSU. Oh, so right. And Tennessee, too. That's my Dixie Lane delight. I mean, you're welcome for the amazing singing. Uh, um, thank you. But uh, yeah, I appreciate their creativity. You know, they're they're mixing it up a little bit. You they know? did a lot of that probably at all every of our school. schools, but Alabama. I went there, so every every like frat party I went to, I wasn't in a frat, but I went and drank their free beer and got harassed by them. Uh, <laughs> um, and they would always have the band play Rocky Top, but they would change the words yep. to "fuck you, Rocky Top." And then they would do Sweet Home Alabama, and they would do the same thing where they'd insert words. So it was like, Sweet Home Alabama, roll tide roll, where the sky is Shoehorn in some anti-consent. Yeah, and this one, they really, they really, like, (laughs) went for it. The AD is pissed about the usage of fuck Auburn, but hold her up tight against the wall. Yeah, I don't. I feel like that's a little uh, odd because it's not. Look, if you if you don't know Dixie and the Light, it's it's a song about uh, a couple who's gonna have who's gonna make love mm-hmm. uh, in their truck. But it's also just like singing about cute little critters and, and sing, down singing about the South. Right. Yeah, uh, so it's like kind of an innocent song, nothing like major. But they're adding this whole hold her up against the wall and fuck her. Yeah, 
Yeah. But yeah, the changing of the words, that's like a classic thing. Like, yeah, yeah Rocky Top is Tennessee's song, and uh, the go-to that most people sing is uh, uh, Good Old Floppy Cock. Um, mm. People say that a lot. Okay. Georgia, for example, I know there's a million virgin versions of... And uh, virgins. And virgins. <laughs> yeah. Lots yeah. of virgins. Uh, in my experience, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh. For like the glory, glory to old Georgia, like the to hell, to hell, to hell with Georgia. Oh, right. And then to I hell remember with we would always saying uh, at the end of it, it's uh, it'd be like uh, the cesspool of the South. Is what we were uh, okay. I remember that because yeah. when I went to Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia like Tech games versions. would do that. Yeah. Um, and Georgia Tech songs when I would go as a kid were already so nerdy. There was no really outdoing <laughs> how nerdy they were. They had one song. It wasn't their fight song, but it was like their second fight song, and it was like about dressing up their daughter. And <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like about dr- it was like if I had a son, sir, I'd tell you what I'd do. I'd something something, and then it's like, and if I had a daughter, I'd tell you what I'd do. It was like dressing her up in gold and blue to cheer, blue and gold to cheer the brave and bold. It was like, dude. If you are imagining having kids, you're just like, I'm going to put her in a nice blue and gold dress and she's going to cheer for the team. Yahoo! But I won't let her attend this institution. <laughs> no, absolutely not. She'll be outside, outside a fence, watching the team, and then she'll go back and put her back. I love it. We'll make that her fight song. Great. <laughs> Great. Everything we just discussed is going to be our fight <laughs> song. So we're going to chant to intimidate the other team that's on the field. We're the stadium. What we're saying I is Georgia Tech is a nerd school. Yeah. It's a nerd school. It's yeah. very nerdy. It's very good, and they wouldn't even let me sweep the floors there. So yep. that's why I went to janitor college, and our fight song was get down and clean up that vomit, you janitor, you. That's all you'll ever be good for. That's all you'll ever do. Pick up that vomit and throw it in the trash. Now pick up that cigarette ash, and you're a piece of trash. You're a big, fat piece of trash, you janitor, you. Go, 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 G-C-C-J-M-F-U. That's awesome. Self-esteem issues wrapped up in that one, if I'm keeping it real, you know? I mean, it's the most honest song. It is honest, yeah. That's true. Agree to disagree. We can agree to disagree. I think it's kind of a proud song. Sorry, yeah. sir. The room just got real tense. Yeah. Jimmy uh, and Kevin are, uh, like, I, not, are like I'm, locked in on eye contact. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. I, yeah, man. Uh, uh, it's fine. Forget it. No, uh, but, yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, how about the? How about we talk a little uh, baseball playoffs, huh? Hey, now. We got no dog in the fight. There you no, go. No, our, our dog left the fight after like. You uh, know, the dog fight that we were in. Our dog left that fight. Cause... Right. And then we started watching the Major League and Baseball playoffs. And then we started, playoffs. we turned on the, yeah. <laughs> the ALCS. Yeah. Yeah. So once the dog fight was done. And it's been, uh, it's been a pretty good playoff. Exciting. It's um, been really exciting. I'm into it. Yeah. I think as we speak, the Red Sox are probably about to take go up a game on yeah, the Astros. Yeah. Yeah. And as we speak, the the Brewers are up two to one on the yeah. Dodgers. Man. You gotta be cheering for the brew crew. You got to. Yeah. I mean nobody saw that coming. Nobody did. Uh and it's exciting. I mean, I'm happy for the city of Milwaukee to to have uh, you know a, a strong playoff. Jimmy's contender. got ties there. He's got a couple cousins who are cheese curds who live there. I do. I'm related to several 
Wisconsin cheese curds. That's a 100% Wisconsin dairy. It is. Yeah. It's great. Um, you know, Paul yeah. Ryan's probably real happy. He's real excited. Well, that's a that's a suckier <laughs> aspect of it, but I'm sure he's he's I'm sure he's excited. And piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we'll cut that out. No, 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 no. he uh, definitely won't. No, uh, you can't get it. I'm gonna turn the volume up on that one. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, the Brewers. We we discussed a little bit about uh, Josh Hader, their problematic pitcher. Yeah, Hashtag problematic pitcher. Tweet at us with your problematic pitchers. Yeah. Please, For me, please. it was the pitcher who punched me in the stomach after a game in Little League. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah, that happened. That but we'll move on. I'll talk about it in therapy. For me, it week. was the the pitcher of lemonade that my mom made that I dropped on the ground and it shattered. And then oh, she cried because... She was sad about all the lemonade. And for Jimmy, it was the pretty picture he drew for his mama that she threw into trash. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Uh, sorry, sorry to bring that up, Jimmy. Uh, I drew a pretty picture. <laughs> okay. Oh no, it's story time. Uh, and then the sun's sun. coming up, and we're gonna go to bed at the end. <laughs> and the picture was like of a sunrise. There it is. And then. Uh, it was sort of like a time lapse oh, wow. effect where you see the sunrise on one side of the page. This is actually kind it's of a story. More sense than and, then, story. and then on the other side, there's a bed. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool story, man. Um, it's like an origin story, if yeah. anything. It's like, hey, That's Marvel, how... Marvel, we're still looking for sponsors. If Hit us up. Don't, Marvel. don't steal it, but. Yeah, that's it's an origin story of a that's, hero if I've ever heard one. I mean, yeah, it's it's already written. It's ready to go. It's blockbuster material. It's re- yeah. We uh, we don't even need this video. We need sponsors. If you're listening, you're still out there, right? Well, I think there's one left in Alaska, right? Yeah, yeah. But you yeah, were saying about Josh Hader, the the first problematic pitcher. Oh yeah, yeah. So we saw him, but then Jimmy, like I think you we, off mic, well, yeah. we were talking about it. There's like some other. I mean, obviously not as problematic well, in yeah. life, but... I don't remember all the details, but I was just, you know... Because the Brewers, they don't come across your radar that often. <laughs> so, <laughs> now that they're this good team that are that are making a run in the playoffs this year, I was like, oh shit, Ryan Braun. That's right, Ryan Braun. And I remembered how, um, like, five or six years ago, he got busted for steroids... Uh, but then he he sort of got out of it like temporarily because the guy who had taken his urine sample brought it home with him for the weekend. Yeah, who would you know before shipping it to like the MLB offices in New York City or something? And yeah, I just imagine that guy being like, "Kids, check it out! I got Ryan Braun's urine." He like right went to here. bars with it, trying to yeah. like impress. People. I imagine there's a whole <laughs> montage of him, and it's all just to, to people. Let me tell you about my best friend, and it's just him like on a seesaw with Ryan Braun's pee, and then it's him at a bar with Ryan Braun's pee. Yeah, and then it's like him on a double date with two girls and Ryan Braun's pee. Yeah, he had a threesome. Thanks to Ryan Braun's P, right? Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest yeah. about it. No. He probably the other the, P tape. He had the best weekend of his life thanks to that P. Do uh, you guys imagine that P? How are you imagining that P? I'm imagining in a jar, which I know that's probably not the way they collect it, but I don't know. I've never been a baseball player. I feel like, yeah, it's probably in like some sort of clinical jar of some Plastic kind. Plastic jar. Yeah. Plastic cup, ramekin. 
And there's, yeah, there's probably like a, a label on the side that says, you know, Ryan Braun's P. Ryan Braun's PP. But then he still turned it in, right? But then he still turned it in, and it oh. tested positive for oh. whatever the steroid was. But then Ryan Braun's lawyer was like, well, this guy, you know, he was out all weekend partying with this P. Like, how do we know? Somebody didn't. Some drop other some guy with steroids. steroids, you know. Yeah, you know, because like whenever, whenever, if I see pee just out and about, like my instinct is to put steroids in it. Yeah, or just like I'm like, gonna fuck with that pee. Yeah, I don't care. You want yeah. some? Yeah, cause some mischief something. with the pee is just objective number one. Yeah, but yeah, I I was just laugh at that story because, in like in reality, I think Ryan Brom like really or Ryan Braun really did like sort of like disparage this guy's character and integrity as a way to attempt to get out of him being caught for steroids and they like it was re- his suspension was reversed i think briefly after yeah. appeal but then maybe he test tested positive again or something he wound up getting suspended for like 60 games that's yeah. all that matters yeah but yeah steroids don't matter anymore exactly uh, no We've one all... really cares so. yeah you know, we just got to stop stop that kneeling. We exactly. Gotta, <laughs> Let's address the real we gotta problems. We got to stop Dixieland delight. Yeah. Uh, people having too much fun in these sporting events. I don't care. People for making it. social uh, yeah. expressions of of social justice. We got to yeah. stop all that. That doesn't belong. No. No. Steroids. No one cares anymore. Yeah. But I mean, I you know I still. I've done steroids. I, yeah, we all have, and I advocate to this day sure. that there should be steroid leagues. Let's just go all in on it. Make Separate a, steroid leagues? Yeah. And just like, hey, let's let's get Vince McMahon to put up. Oh, man, isn't he rebooting league? the XFL? Yeah, he should just make it steroids friendly. Yeah, I mean, he's already got one league that's steroids friendly. If Ooh. you know what I mean. Talking about the WWE. That's right. I'm going on record. I think that they probably let them do steroids a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't there's know. uh there's been recent accusations of uh, one of the wrestlers. The modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. Oh. All of a sudden one day got like massively huge. Uh-huh. Like not in popularity but in size and uh, everyone's like, "Yeah, that guy's juicing." Cuz he has all the signs. He's got back knee. His nipples are all weird. And he's a monster. Yeah. Um. Hold on a second. Are you describing my ideal woman? Because I think you are. Daddy likey. Daddy likey. Daddy likey. Was that from our first fifteen minute try? No, I think that, that's our second that was our one. Second? Okay. It was yeah. from both because we said it. Oh, was both. Right. Verbatim. Right. Well, we didn't. And the other one, we got more into people being a snack. Yeah, and we talked about... You're a damn snack. And then we wieners and robes. Then we got into some other thing. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll let it come up organically. Yeah, we'll get that sponsor back uh, uh, next time. Some other pod we'll talk about my wieners and robes but yeah well the, can we just clarify though before we don't tell no, people no 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 no, no. okay we will, we will all right we're gonna, we're gonna all right all right it's wieners called the robes. teaser kevin wieners oh. and robes. The, the applying the word teaser to the phrase wieners and robes is very unsettling it's a teaser for famous gyms <laughs> god oh that's all you need to know of all the horrible shit that's been said on this podcast so far, 
in all the ones we've done, this is the one that's more the most frightening to me as we're saying it. Look, you can either get behind famous Jim's wieners and robes right now, get on the <laughs> right now, or or, or you can go to hell, man. Okay. I don't care. Oh, okay, oh, again. okay. <laughs> Between Kevin and Jimmy, oh, oh. You know, sure, it sounds disgusting. Oh, it's gross. Ooh, what is that? There's an innuendo there. But you put it in your mouth, and it's out of this world. There you go, and that's as good <laughs> as an endorsement as you're gonna find anywhere. All right, well, so, look, well. Give me that wiener in that robe and put it in my fucking pie hole. Hell yeah. Look, we'll, we'll spend a whole episode on wieners and robes some other time. But um, yeah. But yeah, the playoffs, they've been good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, uh, Diego pointed out, and we all noticed watching the playoffs, that these teams, it's October, it's getting a little chilly. They're wearing some sweatshirts, some hoodies. And every team, I don't know when this started, but it's a thing now. Every MLB team in the playoffs has like a slogan for their team that it's like for this year's team, this is our playoff slogan. For our beloved Braves, it was for each other. Oh, it was very yeah. sweet. It was for, like for the Colorado Rockies, it was Rocktober eighteen, which that's fun. It's fun, fun. for the LA Dodgers. A little more business like. It's just determined. That's very bad. That's a dumb name. It's lame, but, you know, whatever. whatever. Uh, Oakland, it was uh, win for Hero Town. No one has ever referred to Oakland as Hero Town. I've never heard of that. Uh, For Cleveland, it was rally together. Kind of dumb, but. Behind a racist. Yeah, I was going to say, considering. Uh, The Chicago Cubs, hashtag fly the W. Classic Classic thing that they say. Fly the W. Uh, Houston Astros never settle. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Kind of dumb because they just boring. won and the yeah. whatever. Boring. Uh, the the Milwaukee Brewers is our crew. Our October. Hmm. That's pretty good. I actually kind of like that one. Yeah, because it's like you know, it's Brew the crew. nickname. It brings yeah. in the nickname. It brings yeah. in the playoffs. It covers it all. Yeah. And then finally, for the Boston Red Sox, and this is you know people. I get thousands of tweets a day like, why do you guys shit on Boston so much? Why do you shit on Boston so much? Here's why. Because you do shit like this. Your slogan, do damage. The hell? Yeah, it's like taking a sport that part of the reason I like baseball is it's generally, not always, but it's by nature a pretty peaceful sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not by nature violent like uh, football. Like football. So it's a nice break from that. So then like bringing in like, do damage. It is like a frat guy at a party. It's like, dude, we're doing damage tonight. It's like, stay away from me. Yeah, it's also like, do damage. It's like, do you guys want to win or do you just want to like hurt people? Want to wreck shit. Yeah, like I don't even give a fuck what happens. I'm just gonna do damage. Yeah, gonna do damage like the Boston Tea Party. Huh? Yeah. Damage we're all gonna there. fucking damage yeah. your fucking harbor, you fucking prick. Uh, we're going to do fucking damage. I'm Peter Griffin. I'm from Quahog, Rhode Island. Like, <laughs> I don't know why that came out. It just started to. If you add do damage to anything, it sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah, it like, does. Do damage to Chowda. It's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> do damage to fucking Sam Adams' beer. Do damage to my mom. Like, whoa. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's... it's like, gross and weird it's weird it's like 
And when I see it, I'm just like, shut up. And this is why you get the shit you get, Boston. This is yeah. why it happens. The meatheadedness is so ingrained mm-hmm. in everything they do. The thing know? about Boston is, yeah, it's like the most meatheadiest city, maybe. I mean, yeah, that's arguable, but it's got like some of the biggest meatheads, and then it's got some of the biggest eggheads. Yeah, it's Ooh, a toxic yeah. meathead egghead combo. Well, yeah, because all the eggheads are like, "This is the greatest. This is the hub of the universe." Yeah, they actually say that. <laughs> this is the greatest city in the world. <laughs> they say that the hub of the universe. Hub Google of the it. universe. Jimmy knows yeah. a lot of eggheads. He's Look, I run in the scientist community. Jimmy is like have a lot of contacts in that world. Yeah. And uh, so I know the eggheads. But as an Irish American, I'm also deeply connected to the meathead community. Right. Right. So, you know, I'm sort of straddling both worlds. Yeah. Noble. Um, Hashtag noble. Wait, so humans are complex. I still can't get over hub of the universe. That's a real thing, actually. Uh, my girlfriend's uh, family uh, is all from Grafton, Massachusetts, which is about 45 minutes west of Boston. Sounds beautiful. And it's, <laughs> it's, it is, it's, you know, it's the bleakest uh, New England country you can imagine. Uh, but I've, I was told from them that that Boston people refer to Boston as the hub of the universe. Don't so. most Bostonians shit on Western Mass? Like anything oh, in yeah. the city. It's like, oh, those are those are the trash people allegedly. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Even though it's like a tiny well, little yeah, shitty stick. <laughs> <laughs> this is going back to what we were saying about like the rivalries and how people find the weirdest things to hate about each other, even though you're basically the same person. Yeah. Yeah. I just hub of the universe. That's not, crazy. That's like how far up have you ever ass have you ever been anywhere have, be? have yeah. they ever left there and realized like oh no we're not even like the hub of the northeast yeah. right united states yeah we're barely the hub of new england yeah. i mean i guess yeah no they're barely <laughs> look we we don't want to shit on you boston we really it don't. is you know but there are a lot of great qualities it. but they they do it's like do damage hub of the universe like well that's it you you captured it right there there's one half the city says do damage and they just want to like punch stuff and hurt yeah and the other half the city's like well we're the hub of the universe yeah god what i had never heard that that's that's a real that is a real thing i'd forgotten about that yeah that's that's a real thing crazy yeah well we come from the city that's too busy to hate that's not good. So, that's a bad one too. We know, gotta we gotta own up to that. We're not proud of that because that one it's it's Atlanta's slogan that, from like the seventies. Yeah, and it it implies that we want to hate, but we just are we're too, too busy. busy. We're yeah, we're making money. The because, last slogan I knew of for Atlanta was "Where every day is an opening day," which uh, is I not good. That. I remember that one. Yeah, it's not good either. That's that's, that's better than too busy to hate. It is, but yes. still not good. Too busy to hate because that goes back to for a little history lesson from Professor Kevin. Uh, Speaking of eggheads, we got another egghead. Uh, right. So in the fifties and sixties, both Atlanta and Birmingham, Alabama, were both boom cities in the South. Birmingham was a steel town. They were both competing to be the hub of the Southeast. But Birmingham, not sure if you're aware of this had a lot of very public displays of racism at the hands of Governor Bull Connor. Uh, I believe his last name was Connor or Connolly. 
he was this really I think he was a mayor. The governor was George Wallace. And they like, you know, hosed like turned the hoses on uh civil rights protesters, mainly African American people, sick dogs on them. It looked bad for the state of Alabama and the city of Birmingham. So Atlanta, even though the cities were very similar in size and demographic, they were like, well, we'll capitalize on their shame and say, we're too busy to hate. We we want your money. We don't care about being, we want to be racist, but we can't be because we need your money. We don't care about color except green. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's like... Really American slogan. So... It's while it is better than the alternative, it's still sort of a gross sentiment because it says we don't really care about being progressive. We just want money. Uh, so that's Kevin's history corner. Can I get a sound effect for the Kevin's history? Professor Kevin's history corner. for one in post, but hey, you know. I'll take just. Uh, we'll see. I'll work. That was punctuated on both sides by a fart noise by me, and then by you. by our sound effects robot. Um, oh man! But yeah, there's your little history lesson, and I think that's a great way to wrap up a wild week of sports that yeah. we covered. Yeah. Wide ranging. Uh, like you, all you surfs, you're caught up on literally everything that happened in the world of sports this past week. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. Uh, you know who to bet on for all the games. Yeah, all Famous gyms, wieners, and robes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break, uh, kind of reset a little bit. We have a very special guest coming up to announce a very big thing that. Huge project. A project that we'll hopefully see more in the future. So. Go get yourselves a nice cold beverage. Come back, put on those headphones, and uh, listen to more Sports Lords. We'll be right back. With my Dixieland delight, spend my dollar, park in a holler, needs a mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, make a little oven, a little turn it up and on a Mason Dixon night. It's my life, oh so right, my Dixieland delight. Hey, welcome back, surfs. Hey, it's uh, it's Sports Lord Kevin here with an exclusive interview. Diego and Jimmy can't be here for this one, but I'm very excited to bring this interview to you guys. Because we've got a sports legend here in the Sportatorium. College football legend, Heisman Trophy winner, one of the biggest athletes of the last 25 years. We've got former quarterback, Tim Tebow. Oh, thank you so much for having me, uh, Kevin. Like, thank you. Uh, praise you. Praise you. Praise me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thank you. Uh, it's great to have you and praise you, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm so hyped to be here. I'm always super hyped. Just yeah. like I am every SEC Saturday when I'm... Yeah, the show down there. So, so thank the, I'm thanking the Lord for being here. Okay, yeah. Well, that's uh, you know not to comment on it too much, but that's some of your your trademark enthusiasm and and religiousness. You're a very spiritual, yes, religious yes, guy, yes, Christian. Yes, I, yeah, I, I I'm the son of of Jesus himself. And what? I, yeah. Okay. He's God. our father. He's my father. Okay. Cool. Well, Tim, yeah, it's an honor. I also uh, played for the New York Mets. Don't forget that. Oh, right. Uh, Tim did play uh, college football. He played a little bit in the NFL, and then he switched over to 
try and play for the Mets briefly. I busted my butt and I played tried my baseball. best, but it, it didn't work out. So hey, now... hey, yeah, Kev. Oh, oh and uh, I'm, not I'm... to be, oh, I'd be remiss if I didn't introduce our other guest, uh, Tim Tebow's brother, Robbie Tebow. Yeah. Robbie, how you doing? Yeah, I'm here too. And uh, yeah, I'm Tim's big brother, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. And, he's uh, my big brother. He's my big bro. Uh, I'm real proud of Tim. Everything he's accomplished. But, I'm proud uh, of you, brother. I'm proud of you. Okay, that's oh, great, wow, that's Tim. Touching. That's great. Uh, we got a great relationship. And, it seems like it. You know, a lot. You, a lot of people say <laughs> I kind of taught Tim everything he knows, and oh. sort of helped him become maybe the greatest college football quarterback of all time. That's uh, for God but, to decide. But yes, thank you. Well, yeah, that's not really what we're here to talk about today. But I just no. Figured, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. Okay, no. kind of doing your own well, little thing over here. That's well, just Robbie. That's Robbie. You know, Robbie's uh, Robbie's intense and crazy. Uh, too. Yeah. Robbie's here too. Is okay, kind of my no, thing. hey, no disrespect to you, Robbie. Uh, I just you know. Tim's got quite the sports sure. resume, and this is a sports podcast, but we don't want to miss out on you. And the reason we have both of you here today is because you two, uh, an article came out today in uh, People Magazine about how Tim and his brother Robbie, who we have here, the Tebow brothers, you two are producing a movie right now. Yeah, I just want to say, like, even though People Magazine is uh, uh, a devil, terrible magazine that just okay. you know exposes wow. a lot of skin. And, All right, like, a lot Tim, of so, easy, like, easy boy. Uh, sorry, but but they yes. throttle it back a tad now, Tim. So, sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're pr- executive producing a movie called Run the Race. There you go. Stay on message. Very exciting. Run the Very Race. Good. Wow, cool. I mean, that's amazing. Two brothers producing a movie. I mean, and the movie is about two brothers. Oh well, yeah. That's just, my next question was going to be: Could you just Give us, uh, I guess, the elevator pitch or just the plot synopsis of this movie because it's. I'm excited. Just sure. I don't want to spoil too much, but this Run the Race is a movie about two desperate brothers, Zach and David, who are searching for a brighter future through sports. Zach is an all-state football, football player, player. hoping to, to earn, earn a college scholarship. Okay. When a devastating injury puts him on the sidelines, and David laces up his track cleats and attempts to salvage their future. And it's Pretty inspiring. inspiring. That's very inspiring. Okay, cool. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Take it you easy, guys are... Tim. Sorry. Wow. Take it easy now. Wow. Sorry. I. I just. I'm sorry to have read along, but it, it, you were reading the plot summary that you guys sent along to me earlier. But that's great. So it's a, m- a movie about brothers, just like you guys, and yeah, one um, of whom is an all-state football player and trying to earn a, a scholarship. So. So tell me, like, what was the inspiration behind this this movie? What what inspired you guys to to do this? I mean, you've never produced a movie before. You're a famous athlete, and Robbie, I'm not really sure what you were up to up until now. <laughs> what inspired well, you guys? I, I've been working for the SEC Network for the last few years and doing the Saturday uh, games. <laughs> and like- uh, one day, Robbie came to me with this idea. Yeah, so um, you know, I'll let. Tim, take a breather for a second over there. He gets sure. Yeah, ex- we want to hear him from He's you. He's very excited over here. Okay, go ahead, brother. For the Lord. Um. Yeah. So. So Tim's. You know. He's. Of course, he had his great career at the University of Florida as a go great Gators. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um. Legendary college football player. You know. I was always kind of behind the scenes then, sort of supporting him, uh, making sure he stays on the straight and narrow, which uh, he always has. And, uh, of course, he, he went on to play in the NFL for a few years, made some good money playing in the NFL, oh. made some real good money there. Okay. Then uh, he had uh, he signed a, a, an Adidas endorsement deal, also a nice payday for Tim. 
Uh, of course, like you said, he's been working for ESPN, and uh, now he's he's in the Mets minor league baseball system. Well, I was, but you know, it's, it's well, hard. It's hard work. Yeah, it's hard. Um, so Tim's got a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I, have, I have to just stop you there. You've, you've mentioned his money. Like, yeah, he's got a lot. Of, he's got way more money than I do. But you know, and, I always say it's not all about money. It's about doing good things for good people. Well, like I go to Haiti and do circumcisions sh- down there. Sure, it's good to circumcise. Oh yeah, I really did that. You sure, circumcise you boys down in Haiti. Tim uh, loves circumcising uh, third world. Oh my god! I, when I was in middle school. Like I got sent. You didn't want to come, Robbie. But. No, I no, I yeah, I took a pass on that one. But um, yeah, so that's sort of Tim's thing, and I'm sort of more of the business minded side of the brotherhood here. Uh, so, like I said, Tim's, he, you know, he's done well for himself. And, I, you know, personally, Robbie here behind the scenes, the older yeah. brother behind the scenes, you know, it's one of those kinds of deals where yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. when am I going to get my piece of the pie? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm looking here. I'm saying Tim's made he's done pretty well for himself. Uh, maybe he and I can uh, can sort of collaborate here and get ourselves into the entertainment business because. You know, I, I won't speak for Tim here. He's got his own sort of very specific uh, orthodox perspective on things. I've always been a fan of, of TV and film. Uh, so, uh, you know, I figured, well, hey, my brother's cashing in here. He's got he's got a little cash flow. Maybe we can get into uh, movie production. And what better story to tell, Kevin? Can I? Can, <laughs> yeah, no, can, yeah. Can, yeah okay, it, can, I mean, can, I am. Well, okay. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm trying. Well, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let my brother finish, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, Let him finish. Tim, okay. Yeah. I am. He's just taking. Bobby's <laughs> trying to talk. This isn't a gotcha interview. I'm not trying to cut oh, you off. Oh, oh, You're gesticulating oh, wildly. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. So, what better story to tell? <laughs> okay. About two two brothers. Okay. Now we're talking college football here. Uh-huh. College football brothers. Yeah. Two of them. College football brothers from the okay, South. I got We're it. Talking Florida. I got it. Yeah. So Robbie, Kennedy, so wait, 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 wait. Florida. Two white brothers who play college football. <laughs> okay. Florida. Not sure why that's relevant, but okay. It's a great story. So Tim, you you probably had some Jesus stuff or something. No, I just, I was just saying, like Robbie came to me, and I wanted to be part of something that's encouraging and inspirational to the viewer. Run the race accomplishes this by showing two brothers struggling uh-huh. with Tim, life. Tim, can I just cut but you off? Getting uh-huh. supporting each other. Hang on, let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, okay. I hope those who can see can walk away with more faith, hope, and love. That's it. I'm done. Go away. It just seems like you're reading the press release verbatim, Tim. And Robbie, you're just off the script. But look, Kevin, I, I don't know how to read. Okay. 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 Look, I don't want to. I don't want to. Damn it, Tim. I don't want to be rude. What? I just. I understand you guys are passionate about this project. You're passionate about this story, and I can see why it seems very close to your hearts, very close to your real experiences. I just kind of want to get a sense of, like, you know, it might give potential viewers a sense of, you know, we've got a big fan base on this podcast, probably a lot of people eager to see this film. I would just love to know, for you, Tim, like, what are some movies that inspired you, that made you want to make movies? Start with you, Tim, but I want to ask both of That's you. That's a good question. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, my favorite movie of all time, we will watch it as a family every Easter, is The Ten Commandments. <laughs> okay. Starring uh, Charlton, Charlton Heston. Heston. Sir yeah. Charlton Heston, I don't know, I think. 
Yeah, I think uh, you're right. But that's that's my favorite movie. That's the one. And then every Kirk Cameron movie ever made. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. I think this this movie. Seems... I love Christmas movies, and this is a departure from that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that get, that makes sense. Okay, so very religious themes. Uh, Robbie, over to you. I kind of want to know what are some films that made you, well, you know, want to make movies. Yeah, that's a good question, Kevin. Because um, you know, I Tim and I have different tastes. Um, so some of my favorites, uh, you know, screwball comedy genre. We're talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're talking uh, Porky's, okay. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nerds too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Uh huh. Um. You know that's that whole milieu. You know, and I think. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I. Yeah. I got Wikipedia. I can read some stuff. You can read some stuff. Cool. Um, so I think that's what makes us such a great team as brothers. We're yeah. brothers. We have that brotherly bond. I get. We it. have the brotherly bond. <laughs> I get that. But we also have very different tastes. So, you know, kind of... the bond is strong. But the bond is strong. I can feel that. It feels like a very strong... It's almost like you're holding an invisible rope around your brother Tim's neck or something. (laughs) Yeah, it is like that. (laughs) It's like, okay. That's the game we used to play when we were kids. Rope around Tim's neck. Yep. And I would always break free. Jesus. Uh, Okay, well, so I've kind of gotten a sense, like, we've got a lot of media... uh, and and I first want to say I think this film seems to lean more towards Tim's sensibilities. It does it doesn't quite like seeing the trailer and reading about it, it doesn't seem like a screwball comedy per well, se. Sure. I mean, you know, times have changed. Of course, you know, my favorite films growing up in the eighties and nineties, you know, that that tone isn't really out there anymore. So we, we did kind of meld it, we made it fit uh Tim's perspective, but I like to think there's some pretty good one-liners and jokes in there. Sure, you're that's not gonna you shining through, and that's the... me shining through exactly. Yeah, um, Robbie will come into the writers' room and be like, "Guys, we have to freaking put these jokes in, no matter what." And then yep. the writers would get mad, and then they would come to me, and I would be like, "You know, just put him in. It's it's Robbie. It's totally fine. It's totally cool. It'll be funny. He's the funniest person I know." Yeah, no, that's that's great, and that's cool that you had a writers' room for the movie. Uh, oh yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, so just to get more of a sense of you guys, I feel like we've we've heard a lot about Tim, your upbringing in the media, you religious, you did missionary work. I guess you circumcised middle schoolers in Haiti or something. I was in middle school. When okay, I was sorry, I'm sorry. You were circumcising young boys in Haiti as a middle schooler. Sorry, that's normal. And they, what I said was weird. But you, you know, we've heard a lot about you and your your staunch religious beliefs, but we, we don't really get i get a sense that you're a little bit different tell us a little bit about young robbie like what shaped you growing up and how you guys you guys seem sort of like a yin and a yang thing well yeah sure um you know i was the older sibling so uh we worked a little bit differently in my family uh i'm the older sibling but i guess in a way i'm you know i you could call me the black sheep okay Uh, so you know well well tim's in Sunday school every week, you know, I'm smoking cigarettes behind the church. Um, you know, well, Tim's going to football practice every week. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I skipped football practice. I was at the arcade, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I'm always, I was always more of a good time type of type of guy. Um, whereas Tim was always more of a straight and narrow type. Uh, so we have different perspectives. 
Um, like I said, I think, you know, that makes us a great partnership. Let me ask you a question, Kevin. Okay. Uh, have this... you ever have you ever seen the uh the HBO television show Entourage? Yeah. Have, have you seen that? Yeah, no, I think oh, I, you, yeah. I've you, seen it all, yeah. Well, you've seen re- really? Yeah. You've seen it all. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, wow. I I kind of thought a lot of people didn't know about that. Uh, uh, no, I think Tim's it's, never heard of it. I've never seen it. I, I, I don't know what he's talking about. You always talk about it. And tell yeah. Me, tell me stories that I have to cover up my ears and then I have to pray for hours to get them out of yeah. my head. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, well, that's great. Then, Kevin, you know what I'm talking about. Now, that yeah. show. Now, to me, I, you know, I saw that show. Uh, I was I was uh, out of college. I went to Carson Newman University. Mm. Tim where's was, Where's that? It's in the South. Oh, um, okay. so, so Tim, Tim was, uh, enrolled at Florida. I was living in his dorm at the time, had a lot of time <laughs> on my hands. And, uh, this show came across my radar and mm. I, I was like, wow, look, look at these guys. Look at this lifestyle, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. And I, I, I realized that that's a world and that's a lifestyle and that's just, uh, something that's a place I want to be, you know. Well, if I remember so, the show correctly, because it's been a long time. Uh-huh. What I remember about that show is it's basically three grown men uh, living off of the teat of one famous. Friend. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, that... are you saying you aspired to be one of the characters living off of their famous friend? Well, it's not just living off of somebody else; it's living off of them to. Create your own wealth and your own lifestyle. Ah, so it's like trickle down. It's a bit of a trickle down thing, like Reagan. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, if I can step in here, Kevin, you're sounding very judgmental here, but this is just like Jesus and the apostles. You know what I mean? Sure, that's right, Tim. Jesus, that's right. Was the person that people listened to, and the apostles became famous because they followed Jesus and his teachings and spread it to everyone else. And Robbie's just trying to spread love. And that's, everything that we do as a Tebow family, Tim. Thank you so much. I don't that understand is, why that's, it's that's exactly. On. I, I didn't mean to like. That's exactly what I'm saying, Kevin. You're exactly. Winking, you're winking. That is at me. exactly. You're winking right. at me, what? but in a no. way so that Tim can't see it. No, I, it's no. sort of like you're trying to like run distraction on your own brother while you rip him off. No, I would never rip off my own brother. Robbie Look, would never do that. I he loves me. We're I a Tebow family. We never do that. I mean, you guys don't have some kind of like joint bank account do you no i just have my bank account and robbie has all access to it i gave him yeah, all the information it's tim's bank account i can just take out money as i need it yeah um tim i gotta I, that's how it works i feel responsible in a i feel like i need to you should probably you know not i'm sorry robbie i just gotta say you're really whoa hold on now you know we didn't come all the way up here to new york you're we're in your fancy sportatorium here, and now you're trying to drive a wedge between two brothers who have made a fantastic movie, by the way, out February twenty second. Yeah, and I feel like that's, that's another lost here. Okay, well, this is a press stop. We're here to promote the movie. Understood. I I'm sorry that was inappropriate. You're right. You guys seem to have. I gotta say the movie looks well done, and it's thank you. Judge not, lest ye be judged, as the Bible says. That's said. right, Tim. You're you right. Remember Bubba from Forrest Gump? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. He's a football coach. So, Michael I've, T. Williamson. I've never seen Forrest Gump. It's PG thirteen. I'm not allowed to see it, but they say he's great in it, and he's. We got him to be in the movie. 
That's yeah. exciting. That guy's a very good actor. Um, yeah, it's a, it seems like a very uplifting film. Thank I will you. say, uh, you know, the character's plight, it seems a little played up. Just, you know, a couple of good-looking football players who were scouted by colleges. But whatever, I'm... It's a story everyone can relate to. I right. don't know what you're, what you're right. saying. I'm trying it's... to reach a big audience and a lot of people. Right. And I think you will. I think that this movie... Does, do you have a plan for how wide the release is going to be? Or Well, I, we're, I don't decide any of that. That's all Robbie. Robbie is the one that's... Running yeah, out. I'm working on that. Uh, we're not... As as of right now, we don't have a nationwide uh, release set up yet, but we're, you know, we're hitting that sweet midwinter February release date. Yeah, I was going to say that's an all interesting the best movies yeah. get released. It's like from... simultaneously coming. The release date is when the Oscars are happening. Well, yeah, that's the per Everybody's talking movies in that time. Right. So, yeah. you know, people are talking movies are going to go to movies. They're it's just like in movies. college football. You want your losses or anything like that to be at the beginning and then you finish strong and we want to finish strong we're right gonna, before the Oscars. We're going to finish hey, strong. And you are going to finish strong. Uh, I just want to kind of ask both of you guys one more question. I just want to say uh, it's sort of a twofold question for both of you. One, what do you want people to get out of this movie when they go see it? And I want to start with Tim. First off, what do you want to get out of this? And then I kind of want to ask, where what do you see yourself doing next after this project's done? So those two questions. Well, I want people to be inspired. I want people to be inspired when they see this movie that they can accomplish anything with the Lord by their side. And everyone should, everyone should do something bigger than themselves and reach for things that might seem impossible. For me, it can be different things. Sometimes it may be sports. Sometimes it may be my book, This Is The Day. I try not to close any doors, and this is the latest chapter for me, so who knows what the future holds. All I know is I'll continue worshiping the Lord the best way I can. I got to respect that. That's now, great. That's great. Robbie. Too. Well said. Same, same two questions to you. What do you want people to get out of this film, and what do you see yourself doing next after this project's uh, released? Uh, a couple of great questions, Kevin. And, uh, you. you know, before I answer, I want to thank you for having us here yeah, in the Sportatorium on Sports pleasure. Lords. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Um, <laughs> wow, I didn't... That uh, was not convincing. So, number one, uh, what do I want people to take away from this movie? Um, well, I think I think uh, the message that the two good-looking white boys from florida uh -huh. can have anything they want okay anything uh -huh. they can have anything they want they just gotta set their minds to it uh find some cash and just go after it you know what i mean so i think that's a pretty so, inspiring okay. message uh what was okay. the second question sorry so what I do you what do you see what do you see for robbie tebow yourself next after this project's been Ooh, released what's um, next that's on the horizon wow i close my eyes and i you know, I see a whole world of pleasure opening up in front <laughs> oh of me. My God. You, oh. you know, it's like uh oh. Imagine Imagine like the boys from Entourage, you know, they're they're okay. at the Playboy Mansion. Sure. You know, close you close your eyes with me, Kevin. I'm, yeah, I'm doing it. Imagine it, I'm doing it with it. me. Okay. They're at the the uh, Playboy Mansion, and whoever replaced Hugh Hefner as the head guy there is, he's he's telling them, boys, welcome to paradise. Help yourselves to whatever you want. Oh. And, uh, you know, that's 
That's that's that's, that's how I see my future unfolding. You're, that's why this is the first step on a journey to that destination. So, you know? so okay. it might take years for us to get there, and Tim might not even be there when I get there, which is fine if he gets lost along the way or doesn't want to keep going. As long as I get the money and I can keep, I'll be there. I'll get there. Okay, so um, just to recap, that's Tim. You want to continue praising the Lord. Robbie, you want to basically just reenact an episode of Entourage, but slightly different because Hugh Hefner's dead. Exactly. And you're there instead of one of the characters or maybe in addition to the characters. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm I'm probably like a turtle in yeah. my mind. Yeah, I think you're a actually no, I think you're a Johnny Drama. Um you're literally the older brother of the star. You know, you're right. I am a Johnny Drama. Yeah. yeah. And See? I'll take that. That'd be great. That's what I'm working toward. Well, if you need a turtle or an E or even an RE gold, you know where to find me. Guys, it's been an honor. Tim, Tebow, thank, thank you, you so bless much. You, bless you, Kevin. Bless, bless you and the other lords. Bless you, Tim. I'll and the, tell sir, all the surfs out there. Bless you. God is watching. Right. God is great. Take it God easy, Tim. Good. Take it easy Let now. Let us thank him for our food. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no food here, Tim. Uh, I just mean in general. Okay, in general, yeah, sure. We'll thank him for <laughs> Well, Tebow Brothers, I can't wait to see the film. And one more time, what's the name of that movie? Run the Race. Run, Run the, race. the Race. February 22nd, 2019. Check it out, y'all. Yes. Go Gators. Buy a ticket now. Great title. Great couple of brothers. I can't love you, wait. Urban Meyer. All right. Well, that's been it from the Sportatorium with the Tebow Brothers and... Uh, coming up next, you know what we got to do. We got to tab on them. Mic check, mic check. Hold up, hold up. Oh! We gonna go to the ATL with this shit right here. Turn up, gang, turn up, gang, turn up, gang, 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 dab on, dab on, dab on. And we're back, everybody. I got Jimmy and Diego both back. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was really bummed we missed the Tebow brothers, but they said they were they were too uncomfortable with too many men in the same room or something. I don't yeah, know. Was, too many people. That was very strange. But we, you know, we want to accommodate our guests here, so we're you know Diego and I were yeah, happy to step out. Had to run out and get like you know couple bibles for them to sign because they, yeah. they wanted to sign yeah. well yeah. Stuff, so. and you guys it was it was tense i think it's probably for the best they they might have gotten spooked with all three of us here but regardless it was a good time i'm sure we'll have probably one maybe both of those brothers back maybe for the release yeah because be a movie and stuff I heard, yeah so well we yeah. should we should all watch it together and talk about it when it comes out that we should great i got nothing to do february 22nd Oh Let's yeah. do it. Let's Great. Lock I'm, it in. I'm, I'm in. I'm but locked in. But for now, we're locked in on something else right now. Hey, it's dab time, baby. So you know how this works, folks. Usually, I don't have to explain it because I'm not very good at explaining stuff. But I'm going to explain it now. How this works is we each get one minute to dab on anything we want, and that just means we get to rant, rave, scream, lose our ever-loving shorts over something, and today is no different. We're going to dab on something, and I'm going to start it off. Gentlemen, I'm ready to get right into the dabs. That's your time. And my dab begins now. 
So I want to dab on international soccer. Guys, we just finished the World Cup. I feel like it just ended. We just saw France win the World Cup. They beat Croatia. And what do I do? I turn on the dang TV, and already they're doing international play, and it's England versus Croatia. It was so exciting to see these teams play a couple months ago, and now it just feels like literally watching the Beatles play to an empty crowd because literally England played Croatia in front of an empty stadium. It felt very anticlimactic. The game was not that exciting, and it was just like, oh, this is it's like uh, it's like seeing the cast of Frasier uh, improvise an episode and no one's there and it's weird and sad. I don't know. That's just a fever dream I had in real time. But you know what? Fuck off, international soccer. We'll see you in four years, you bitch. Oh, man. Just under a minute. Efficient dab. Yeah. I didn't know how much... Yeah, how much gunpowder was in the gun? Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Just to piggyback off of you as the resident soccer fan here, I agree. It sucks. It's like I want to see the leagues. I want to see the Premier League. I want to see Serie A. I want to see La Liga. I don't want to see exhibition games between countries. Yeah, anything played in an empty stadium. It was weird. Just bad to and me. And also, like, for, don't for do that. Non-soccer fans, like international, like when you when countries play that's like watered down versions of teams because it's you know you have to be a citizen so it dilutes it yeah. like the professional club teams that's like all-star teams basically so right. you know imagine you know like it's like watching the world baseball classic where it's yeah that would be bad you mix up all the teams that. and it's like not as fun to watch when yeah. they do that so anyway i Although agree I with your dab love... that was a good dab thank you thank you very much uh but there's another dab coming fresh Uh-oh. out of the oven and it's got a whole lot of loving, and it's fresh into McMuffins. And it is Jimmy's dab. Jimmy, your dab starts now. Yeah, everybody. So this week I'm dabbing on the Trey Young haters. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, Trey Young was the Hawks uh, draft pick uh, fifth overall in this summer's NBA draft. The Hawks traded down to get him. They they drafted Luka Doncic from Slovenia, who was arguably the most hyped-up player in the draft. Hawks took him, then traded him to the Mavericks, and took Trey Young uh, with the fifth pick um, out of Oklahoma. He was the leading scorer as a true freshman last year in all college basketball. All these haters on Twitter are saying the Hawks drafted a bust. He's going to suck. He's too scrawny. He's too small. They're so stupid for uh, passing up Doncic for little Trey Young. And here we are now. The season's starting tonight. Trey Young looks great in the NBA preseason as a 19-year-old. Uh, he's only going to get better. So all you Hawks haters, all you Atlanta haters, all you Trey Young haters can shut the F up because the Hawks oh. about to dab on your ass. Oh, damn. Hell yeah, Jimmy. Also, Trey Young led the NCAA in assists, not just points. Yeah. And he looks like a great passer, too. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be good as hell. Also, he, Doncic isn't a guaranteed thing. I don't understand why it's like, oh, it, you had to go for him. Yeah. I think people, a lot of people have this, like, reflex where, like, Atlanta did something. It was dumb. I mean, and, they're not wrong. Yeah, they're not historically. wrong. Historically. But when they are wrong, you got to shove it back in their face, you yeah. know? So Totally. 
So I think I think Trey Young's legit. Hell yeah, defend the A. That's right. You got De- to pray for ATL. I mean, remember Darko Milicic, who was drafted like in the LeBron James exactly. draft, and yeah, what did he, you know? He went before Dwayne Wade and Carmelo. Yeah, here's the thing: I don't remember. Him. Yeah, no one does because yeah. he sucks. So exactly. It's like you can't just automatically assume. Yeah. Well, folks, that leaves one more dab left. Coming in. Batting cleanup in the dab spot. That's number three, which is usually not cleanup, but there's not a fourth lord here. It's Diego with the dab. Diego, your dab starts now. I want to dab about sports entertainment. Uh, Hell yes. And particularly the WWE. So this one's out to you, Vince McMahon. Cancel your pay-per-view crown jewel. For those of you who, for some reason, don't watch professional wrestling as adults like I do, Crown Jewel is a pay-per-view event that's going to be happening in, in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Uh-oh. Uh, and if you watch the news at all, there's some bad things happening right now with Saudi Arabia. Um, primarily, they just killed a reporter from the Washington, uh, Washington Post, right? Not cool. Uh, and so... Yeah, they're doing this dumb pay-per-view over there. They're going to make a ton of money off of it. But still, we're having kind of international tensions with this country. Women aren't going to be allowed to wrestle in it either because, God forbid, a woman is doing anything in the ring over there. Um, it's just dumb. It's a it's a house show. It's a glorified house show anyway. It doesn't follow the storylines. It's going to be stupid. Cancel Crown Jewel. Cancel it now. You, Vince McMahon, you got dabbed on. <laughs> Man, I'm surprised it took this many episodes for us to dab on Saudi Arabia and the WWE and Vince McMahon. Yeah, seriously, they're all not even to mention that they're you know bombing Yemen. Well, yeah, I mean that dab could have gone for more than yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of problematic. I consider that a blanket dab for all of you know the problematic things that Saudi Arabia engages in. We've already seen the lords. We put England on notice. Oh yeah, they're one away from. Yeah, look out. Well, guess what? Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, you're on notice. Oh, man. You better shape up or ship out. (laughs) You hear that? Uh, You hear that, Saudi Arabia? We got geopolitical sway over here in the sportatoriums. Look out. We've got our God on our side. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. right. He'll be coming back sometime soon, I hope. Yeah. (laughs) If Tim Tebow has anything to say about it, that's true. That's true. You guys, he was really into the Lord. Oh yeah, I I imagine. And his brother was not. Didn't seem to be into the Lord. Tim Tebow was the original person to kneel. It was for a different reason. For Christly reasons, yeah. The the Tebow was like a phenomenon for a little bit. Yeah. If there's any sports lords out there, if you could Photoshop a picture that is Tebow kneeling next to Colin Kaepernick. Tweet it out, please. please we really appreciate tweet that it. Out, please. We need that. Somebody out there's got to be able to do that. And while they're tweeting that out, follow us. There you go. At Sports Lords with a Z. Um, we love more. We'd love more followers. So please give us a follow. Tell your friends. Um, and yeah, just a reminder: keep listening. Tell people about it. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. We have a YouTube channel now. It's uh, Sports Lords as well. You can listen if you want to watch a still photo and listen to audio. It's there. Do it, baby. And if you want, uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we'll first we got to make an Instagram account, but then you can follow us on there. Yep. Yeah, it's probably coming because we got some stuff to document. 
I'm talking about wieners and robes. Oh, that's oh, right. Well, Kevin doesn't get it, but yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can do a video of that too. Hell yeah. But um, but yeah, check us out online. Subscribe. Keep spreading the word. It helps us out a ton. Thank you for all of you that are listening so far. Thank you for the kind yes, words. Thank you it's so very much. Nice. Much much love. One love. One, one love. life. <laughs> one love. One love. One love, one love. Oh, no. Peace and love. Again? Peace Wait. and love. It's Ringo <laughs> now. I feel like you're all goading me into doing this every episode. You know I can't contain myself. All you have to do is do one little motion and I'll fall into this voice. Man, we have a way of attracting the only two surviving Beatles to the it's Sportatorium. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, people would kill for this. And yeah. We, wa- we don't want them around all I the know. Time. Yeah, they just walk in. And it they... gets a little creepy after yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but I heard that Paul kept coming in and saying things, and that he said that I wasn't invited for a tug. Peace and love, <laughs> peace and love. I just want you to know I never wanted to go for a tug. Peace and love, peace and love. No tug, okay, no we, we tug. We got it, Ringo. Thank you, thank yeah. you, uh, thank you, Mr. Okay. Star. Um, and yeah, I think that's Thanks, gonna do it. That's gonna do do it for us. That pretty much that's that's a fat lady singing in our world is yeah, uh, a, a beetle. beetle coming in and talking about <laughs> masturbation. It's become kind of a tradition here. Um, Any new listeners? You got a bunch to catch up on. Just yeah, go back. Yeah. Just go back and listen. That's all there. It's yep. all free. It's um, all free content. But yeah, that's another classic episode. Another one for the history books of sports lords. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess you're right. It's it's just another one. So yeah, thank you for listening. Enjoy another crazy sports week. We'll see you sports surfs next week. And don't forget, we fucking love you. We love you. And we love the way you smell. Yeah, hell yeah, we do. And you look Daddy likey. Daddy, Daddy likey. likey. And I believe that's number three, the rule of comedy. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. Sports Lords out. He's rewriting the book. We can and we can't. He's a unique. That's what Tim Tebow's all about. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut the caller. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut the caller. Unleash Tim Tebow. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All he does is win. One more day. One more win. All he does is win. You know, I see a whole world of pleasure opening up in front <laughs> oh of me. Oh, my God. You, oh.